Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. I have had a ton of consultations lately and it's been so fun. If you've been here a while, you know that consultations are my favorite, but I've noticed a common theme with these consultations. I've noticed that a lot of people are telling me that their baby has a different bedtime every single night depending on the last nap of the day. So I wanted to share something that I have been sharing with all of my clients that I think could help you too. So I've said this before and I'll say it again, babies are humans too. That's what my pediatrician always tells me and it just makes so much sense every single time he says it because it really helps put things into perspective for me. So if you can imagine yourself going to bed every single night at 8 o'clock p.m., Every night for 10 days, you're going to bed at 8 o'clock, and then one night you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed at 11 o'clock tonight. What do you think your body is going to do? Do you think it's going to have a hard time staying up late, or do you think it's going to be like, oh, no problem? It's probably going to have a really hard time staying up late, right? Because you have started forming this habit of going to bed at 8 o'clock every single night, right? And the opposite is true. If you're going to bed at 10 o'clock every single night and one night you're like, I'm going to go to bed early tonight, I'm going to get in bed by 8 o'clock, you're going to probably lay there wide awake until 10 o'clock because your body has been used to staying up later. So when you think about it as an adult, it makes perfect sense, right? That your body gets in these patterns, gets in these habits, forms these tangible sleep habits that if you're going to bed at the same night or the same time every single night, your body is going to start getting tired at that time every single night, right? Okay, so now let's shift that over to babies. Babies are humans too, just like I mentioned earlier. So if your baby is going to bed at a different time every single night, it is going to be very hard for them to form these sleep patterns, to form these sleep habits, and it's gonna be hard for their brain to know exactly when it's time to wind down and go to sleep. If your baby is going to bed at nine o'clock one night and then seven o'clock one night and then 8.30 the next night and they're just jumping all over the place based on their last nap of the day, again, it's gonna be really hard for them to fall asleep and stay asleep because their body is not quite sure if they're supposed to be tired at seven or if they're supposed to be tired at nine or if they're supposed to be tired at 8.30. So one of the things I recommend if your baby is having a hard time falling asleep at night, if your baby is having a hard time staying asleep at night, if your baby is waking up frequently or they're waking up early in the morning, one of the best things you can do is to pick a bedtime that works for your baby. Pick a bedtime that works for your family. Pick a bedtime that you want to stick with and stick to it for a full seven to 10 days so that your baby can start forming this pattern of, okay, this is when my body goes to bed. This is when I start to wind down and this is when I go to sleep. And I want you to take notes, literally take notes in your phone and see what happens. See if you can see these patterns start to form in your baby. It is literally the coolest thing to me because obviously I am a sleep nerd, but it is so cool for me to see babies form habits just like adults. So if you have gone through my method and you you know have gone through step two where you're writing it down and you're starting to create your baby's day, you're starting to structure your baby's day, it is so cool for me to see that after a week or two of following that strictly, my babies start to fall asleep on their own at nap time. My babies start to wake up on their own at the hour and a half mark because we have been working hard on forming these patterns. 
Now, I know this can feel confusing because I do talk a lot about wake windows. I have a free wake windows guide that I can link in the show notes. And wake windows do play an important role in your baby's sleep. If your baby is awake too long, they're going to get overtired and it's going to be really hard for them to fall asleep and stay asleep. The opposite is true. If your baby is sleeping way too much during the day, they're not going to be tired enough to sleep at night. So yes, wake windows play a very important role, but at the same time, so do forming sleep patterns. Forming sleep patterns also play an important role. So how does that work? You have to, which again, I go through this in my course and my ebook and just all my resources, I talk about this, but you have to pick the times that fall within your baby's wake window. So if your baby wakes up at seven o'clock and they're only capable of an hour and a half to two hour wake window, obviously you're not going to pick a 10 a.m. nap time because that is going to make your baby overtired, right? So it's important that when you are picking your baby's bedtime, when you are picking your baby's nap times and you're ready to form these sleep habits, make sure that those times fall within an appropriate wake window for your baby. Because again, you want to make sure they're not getting overtired. You also want to make sure that they are not undertired so that they are tired enough to fall asleep when it is nap time and when it is bedtime. So again, I know it feels confusing because you're like, wait, but what about wake windows and What's more important, times or wake windows? The answer is both to an extent, but I usually say the first four months, yes, pay attention to wake windows, keep those nap times and bedtimes within the baby's wake windows, but usually after four months, I start to pay a little bit more attention to nap times and bedtimes than I do wake windows. Again, I am talking about babies who have been learning how to sleep from the beginning. If you have like a nine-month-old that is super overtired, is only taking one nap a day, has a late bedtime, then yes, we need to focus on wake windows and we need to get your baby more sleep during the day so that they aren't overtired. And I would fix wake windows first and then I would select nap times once they are no longer overtired. So it's kind of like, again, it's like a puzzle for me and I would figure out how to fix wake windows first before selecting times. But if your baby has been learning to sleep and they are starting to form these patterns, it's okay to start focusing a little bit more on times and a little bit less on wake windows so that they can start forming these habits. So I hope this makes sense for you. Again, I know it can feel a little bit confusing because I feel like it's drilled into our brains and I am guilty of this. I talk about wake windows all the time, that wake windows, wake windows. But if you are sitting there doing math all day long to the point where your baby's bedtime is changing by an hour or two every night or your baby's naps are changing by an hour or more every day, then it's going to be really hard for your baby to grasp onto sleep patterns. So the short recap is pick a bedtime that works for your baby and stick to that so that your baby can form sleep patterns. Once night sleep is established and naps start to develop after four months, obviously consider wake windows so that your baby's not overtired or undertired, but pick nap times that are appropriate for your baby's age and stick to those nap times and watch your baby start to form these patterns. Honestly, like I said, it's super cool to see. If you stick to it consistently, you'll start to notice that your baby is tired at nap time, tired at bedtime, They're not overtired or undertired because their body is starting to form these patterns within their appropriate wake windows. So, okay, I hope this helps. If you have any questions, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it, and I will see you next week. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com. 
or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.